Hi, this is Laura. Welcome to the morning lesson. Happy Michaelmas to everyone around the world. Michaelmas is usually celebrated in the Waldorf schools. It is a festival of courage in some schools, and it is the triumph of goodness over evil. My story today comes from the Pink Fairy Book. It is a collection of stories, much like the Grimm's Brothers tales, and is a collection by Andrew Lang. The author is unknown of this particular story, but it is a traditional Scandinavian tale. And it is called The Lindworm. Long ago, in a small kingdom in the North Country, or Norse Country, there lived a king and a queen. They were very fortunate because they were a love match and adored each other throughout their whole lives. Everything would have been perfect for them, but they longed for a child of their own. Years passed and no child was born to the couple. They had given up all hope. One day, the queen was in the garden. It was her task to make sure that the castle's garden was in good standing. An old wise woman who lived in the forest in a little cottage had come to the garden to collect herbs. She used the herbs to make cough syrups and teas and other medicines that helped the people in the village. She was always welcome in the castle's garden. She came up to the queen, made a deep curtsy, and inquired how the queen was doing. The queen had been weeding a patch pulling up little chickweed out of bet from between the sturdy beet greens. She had been thinking about what it would be like to have a young child of her own to help her with her chores. She was quite saddened because she had no child. She turned to the old wise woman and she told the lady, I am lamenting that I have no child of my own. The wise woman said, why, that is no bother. If a child is what you want, then the child is what you may have. All you have to do is to do exactly as I say. The queen had tried everything before and she was willing to try anything again. What would you have me do? She asked. Go to the pantry, said the woman, and in the pantry take out two purple onions. Place the two onions in a box. Put the box under your bed and sleep with the box with the two purple onions under your bed for three nights. On the third night, take the onions, peel the papers back away from them. If you know how onions have paper around them, you know what I mean. Peel the paper back away from the onions and eat them whole. The queen thought to herself, I've tried everything else. I might as well try this. She went into the pantry. She took two purple onions. She put them in a box. She put the box under her bed. She slept with the box of onions under her bed for three nights. In the middle of the third night, just as the old woman had said, she took the onions out of the box and ate them but she had been very sleepy in the middle of the night on that third night. And when she took the first onion out, she had forgotten all about not eating the papers and peeling the onion. And she just ate the whole onion whole. 
papers and all. Of course, you can imagine what it must have been like to eat an onion with the papers on. That sure woke her up. So she peeled the second onion, ate it, and went right back to sleep. In a few months, her belly began to get round. Sure enough, she had become pregnant. The king and the queen were overjoyed that they were expecting a new baby. Nine months passed because that's the time babies take. Nine months passed and the baby was set to be born. The midwife was called. She's a woman who in the village was in charge of delivering all the babies. And it didn't matter if you were the king or the pauper or the queen or a servant girl. When someone was being born, this midwife was always called. Everyone was shooed out of the room. It was only the queen and the midwife. The contractions came and soon the midwife was holding the baby in her arm. She looked at the baby and was frightened. This baby was no baby at all. It was a long, thick, fat lindworm. A lindworm is like a worm, but really fat, kind of like a grub. But this lindworm was baby size. It was a monster. The nurse thought to herself, I cannot give the queen a lindworm. So before the queen could even tell what had happened, the nurse wrapped up the babe and tossed it out the window. When she returned to the queen, she found that the queen was giving birth to a second baby. The queen was having twins. Oh no, the nurse thought worriedly. Now I am happy to tell you that the second child that was born was a healthy and beautiful baby boy. He was perfect in all ways. The nurse wrapped him in a clean blanket and handed it to his mother. The prince was handsome and the prince grew up to be a handsome young man. It came to be time for him to seek his own wife. His carriage was made ready. His horses were combed neatly and with their manes braided. His page and ballot and guards were ready for their great adventure to a new kingdom to find the prince a wife. They set out on the east road to find the next kingdom over. And when they got to the bridge, the horses reared back and startled stopped. What is the meaning of this? demanded the young prince. In the road was a huge man, a huge man-sized lindworm. In the road, there was a huge man-sized lindworm, the lindworm said to the prince, Dear brother, no wife for you until there is a wife for me. The prince, not wishing to have a fight with a giant lindworm, turned his carriage around and went back to the palace. They regrouped and decided that they would head north instead of east. And out they went towards the North Bridge on the North Road. But who should be at the bridge was the lindworm. 
standing up, just as tall, towering over the prince. Oh, brother, no wife for you until a wife for me, he said once more. The young prince tried to ride out to the west and to the south, but each time the lindworm surprised the prince and blocked his way. Oh, brother, dear brother, no wife for you until there is a wife for me. Finally, the prince went home and he told his parents all that had transpired and no one quite knew what to say or do about this lindworm. The old midwife who had been in attendance at his birth came forward. She confessed, Dear Majesties, I know who the lindworm is. The lindworm is your first son. You see, you gave birth to the lindworm first and then to the young prince. I tossed the lindworm out the window. I suppose he survived somehow on his own. The king and the queen knew they must provide for their eldest son before their youngest son. It was tradition that the eldest son would marry first before the youngest son. And they were going to keep with tradition. They sent for the lindworm and had him come and join them in the castle. They gave him his own chamber and fine clothes to wear and even food to eat with them. The king had sent a notice to the princesses of all the kingdoms nearby, inviting them to marry his son. But he didn't mention which son they were to marry. A princess from a kingdom far away arrived to marry the king's son, not too long after she received the invitation. The king has not said which son she was meant to marry, and she was not allowed to see the prince before the wedding. I am sure she suffered a great shock when she walked down the aisle and stood next to the lindworm, her groom. I don't know what happened after the wedding when they went back to their room together. I suspect the bride took one look at him and had quite a fit. I imagine she stomped her feet and raised her voice and maybe even tried to hit him with her two tiny fists balled up tight. I don't really know, but what I do know is that in the morning she was gone. Nothing left over and she was nowhere to be seen. Prince Linworm came to his mother and father and said, that bride did not do. I will need another one. Another princess was sent for, and another one came, still not knowing who she was really going to marry. All happened as it did before. An unwitting bride came to the altar, only to discover a bit of a monster, a lindworm to marry. I imagine the same thing happened. She probably had words. She probably stomped her feet. She probably shook her hands in the air in anger and maybe in fear. And in the morning, she was not there. No one knows what happened to the brides. Some people, well, some people said that the lindworm 
ate them. Ate them all up. You know how rumors can be. People talked and rumors spread. Don't come to this kingdom for there is a linworm, a prince linworm, and he will eat his bride. No more princesses would come. The king did not know what to do. He went out to where the sheep were grazing and he stood next to the old shepherd who was tending the flock. The king liked the fellow quite a bit and would often come and speak with him about the people in the village. He told the shepherd all of his worries and the shepherd did not know how to help the king. While they stood there, the shepherd's daughter came and brought her father his lunch. She had made for him a basket with a hunk of cheese, two biscuits, a green apple, and some walnuts for his midday meal. The king saw that she was lovely and kind and had gracious manners, even though she was a peasant. He knew the shepherd was poor, and he thought perhaps this young woman would might make a good bride for his son, Prince Linworm. The king begged the girl's father and promised him his own land and money and fine clothes and everything else he could think to give. And in the end, the shepherd had to obey the king's wishes anyways. The young maiden, Karina, cried into her mother's arms. The family huddled together and wondered what they could do. Karina's mother had an idea. They should go and visit the wise old woman who lived in the little cottage in the forest. When they arrived at her cottage, still with tears streaming down on their cheeks, they found the old woman picking roses that grew on her front gate. They were in luck. She knew exactly what to do. The next day, Karina presented herself at the castle for her wedding to the Prince Linworm, but she had some requests first. She told the king and the queen that she would be happy to wed their son if she was given seven petticoats, a wedding dress, and a beautiful long veil. She would also need the wedding suite to have a bathtub of soapy lye water, a bathtub of milk, and four strong bristle brushes. The court thought that this was very strange things for a bride to ask for, but thought it must be some sort of peasant tradition. The king and the queen said that she should have anything she asked for. The wedding was a simple affair and the feast afterward was delicious. The best food Karina had ever had. The court all watched her and sighed. She was lovely. They felt badly for her and just knew the linworm was going to eat her. The bride and the groom finally said goodnight and went to their wedding chamber. The linworm turned to his wife and said, take off your dress. And Karina turned to her husband and said, you first take off one of your skins. The linworm had never been spoken to in such a way and he was quite surprised. He repeated himself, take off your dress. Karina replied, I am your wife. 
and I command you to take off one of your skins. And with that, the linworm twisted and turned until one of his snake skins slipped off of him. And after the skin fell away, he turned back to her and said, now it is your turn. And she took off the long veil that covered her head. The linworm demanded, take off your dress. And she commanded back at him, take off your skin. He twisted and turned and another skin came off and she slipped out of her wedding dress. But underneath her wedding dress, she had seven more slip dresses, petticoats underneath. Again, he said, take off your dress. And again, she replied, you first take off your skin. This kept going on and on and on. And finally, the linworm had shrunk down with each of these skins. He was closer to the size of a regular man. Finally, Princess Karina was only wearing her last slip. Prince Linworm said, take off your dress. And she replied, you first take off your skin. He twisted and turned and off came the very last of his skins that surrounded the prince. There on the floor laid a man, a regular man, covered with slime, exhausted and tired. Karina grabbed the four bristle brushes and the lye soap, and she took the brushes and she began to scrub, scrub, scrub him. She scrubbed all the gunk and slime off of his body. She scrubbed so hard that the four bristle brushes were rubbed down to the wood handles without one bristle left on the brushes. She took the bathtub of milk and bathed him in the milk and it helped heal his skin from the harshness of the bristles. She put him into the bed and she wrapped her arms around him just as the old wise woman had told her. There they slept soundly until the morning. The morning came and the courtiers could not contain their curiosity. They wondered if the linworm had eaten his new bride. One of them was so brave, he sent the chambermaid in to stroke the fire. The chambermaid came in quietly, as quiet as a mouse, to start the fire for the prince and the princess. In the bed, she saw the princess holding the, a prince tightly in her arms, and they were sleeping soundly. There was no sign of the lindworm about. Now word spread quickly, and breakfast was laid out for them. When they awoke, the fire was burning nicely in their room, and they dressed. They joined the king and the queen for breakfast. The king and the queen sat and marveled at their handsome sons, Twins, twin sons, both as handsome as the other, and their fine new daughter. Now it was time for the younger son to make his way into the world and find himself a wife.
For Michaelmas celebrations, oftentimes in Waldorf schools, we like to make dragon bread. And this could be a very fun activity that you could make uh, together. There's wonderful recipes online. And then when you take the bread, you can make it into the shape of, of a beautiful uh, lindworm or a dragon, or you can even make it into a shield or a sword or uh, in this case, uh, you could make it into a girl with a beautiful wedding gown. I hope this has been a fun story for you, and thank you for thank you for joining me. Bye.